Oh, hi there. Welcome to North of Weatherfield, a Canadian Coronation Street podcast. Uh, this week, we are going to be talking about episodes that aired in Canada from uh, January 29th to February 2nd. But also, we didn't do one last week because it was a not... Yeah, explain that, Shannon. Not great week here. Um, and so we might be referring to some stuff that happened then that we haven't talked about yet. Exactly. My name is Brittle Star. I'm Shannon. These aren't our real names. Who are we this week? Uh, this week, I think I'm going to be... Um... Who am I going to be? Who are you going to be? I'm going to be uh, Addy. He was barely in this week. Well, in that case, I'll be the birthday girl, Asha. Okay. That sounds good. Okay. Wait, that makes us brother and sister. That's weird. Hold for theme. God, that's good, isn't it? Um, so if you haven't seen these episodes, we will be talking about what happened. So. Yeah. So watch us later. Exactly. Avert your eyes yeah. and ears. And ears. If you haven't watched them yet. Uh, so this week we're going to be talking about uh, Paul. Yeah. Um, his relationship with Billy, his yeah. deteriorating health conditions. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be talking about um, Abby, Cassie, and Kevin. Yeah. And everything that's going on there at yeah. the garage. Uh, we are going to be talking about Bethany, who mm -hmm. made a reappearance. Mm -hmm. We are going to be talking about Damon who made a reappearance. Yeah. And I'm so glad we refreshed ourselves on like Damon's name recently I as know. well. That's good. It's good. It's all worked out. Yeah. Exactly. So are we starting with Paul? Uh, we're going to start with Paul. Okay. So um, what's our question for Paul? Then what's our deal? So is it, to bring you up to speed, Paul's health situation is deteriorating even further. With his MND. As we all know. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. And he's now down to about like one, one hand can move and that's about it. Yeah, and he, uh, so everyone's trying to help him uh, live his best life, experience mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. um, so lovely thoughts. Summer arranged for him to go on a motorbike ride in a sidecar. Yeah. Didn't pan out. There wasn't a sidecar. People tried to help him get on. Um, it was very painful watching that. Summer's an idealist. Summer. She's also not been around much. Where's she been lately? Exactly. She came. She came in the other day and was like, "Good morning." Coming in the front door. I'm like, who the hell are you? <laughs> Where does she live now? She's changing in the fall. Um, I did. Uh, I did quite enjoy. The, I enjoyed the fact that they shared with people. I take it they've researched this that there are holidays you can go on uh, that are that are geared, disabled, abled. Yeah, that yeah. are geared for accessibility issues. Yeah, that's good. Um, lifts into the pool and stuff, which is good. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite Paul storyline this week that mm -hmm. started off nice. Yeah. Was him and David being in the pub getting drunk on sangria. I agree. That was fantastic. Yeah. And he, I will say as well that uh, when Paul's character came on to the street, I had my hopes were my were were low. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but his he's fantastic character. He's the guy who acts the part of Paul is a, was doing an amazing job this past week. I agree. Because I can't imagine, because like you're doing Coronation Street and it's it's heartfelt sometimes, but it's goofy. But this is like a serious conversation they're yeah. having. Yeah. Because they're having conversations about uh, assisted death. I also hadn't realized that, because um, here in Canada we have um, assisted, medically assisted death. Um, I didn't realize the UK doesn't have that at all yet. Yeah. And it's just heartbreaking watching these sorts of scenarios. I mean, it'd be terrible. So, I mean, like full credit to uh, to to both uh, Paul and Billy 
the actors that play those people because that is tough, man. Well, I mean, Billy just goes around out of breath and super tanned. <laughs> he is super tanned. <laughs> He's tremendously tanned. But his beard is impeccable. I don't like beards, but it's it's very it's very quaff. well looked after. It's quaff. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Um, and uh, so what did you think? So Paul asked Abby to yeah. go and get him. Oh, yeah. Drugs. Because he wanted to off himself, basically. Like, take control of the situation. He wanted situation. to have, the, yeah, to have control over his yeah. own destiny, yeah. essentially. Mm -hmm. um, and he was worried that if he didn't do it soon, he wouldn't be able to physically do it himself. He asked uh, Todd. Todd to help him. And Todd was like... Can't do it, buddy. Which, don't ask someone who's in the funeral industry <laughs> to help you end yeah. your life. I know, it's an obvious That's gonna end up, of interest. It's not going to look good. No, it's going to be terrible for their marketing. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be rough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So he 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 asked uh, Abby to help score him some uh, some benzos. Is that what they call it? That's what we call it. That's okay. what that's the word we heard. Uh, and um, and then uh, well, anyway, she she got them, and then it was a big deal, and Billy was all upset. And it was like initially, I was thinking watching that scene that I was like, Billy's going overboard here. He doesn't understand how serious this is, or maybe he understands how serious. He doesn't understand how much it what it means to Paul, mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. But then I think it was great because it kind of like it was like you, you couldn't just walk into that situation and just be like, oh, OK, you right. would be angry. Right. I think. So you saw him working through that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which was great. Mm -hmm. um, but can we segue from there to uh, Abby and, and Cassie? Yes. Or do you have more to say about Paul and Billy? Yeah. No. I mean, that kind of brings in the Abby and so Cassie. As it, as it ended up at the end, then so they're with Paul and Billy there. Billy said that, it, listen, this goes against all of my church stuff. So does being married to a gay guy. Um, so whatever. Uh, but he's this is important to Billy, obviously, and mm -hmm. he and he wants to, uh, uh, you know, do what's best for Paul. And he's he like, swore on the Bible that he would. He did swear on the Bible that he would, which means he's going to take it up with the big guy himself later, as he said. He, I'm <laughs> paraphrasing. But anyway, so when uh, Abby went to score the benzos, mm -hmm. as they yeah, say, yeah. Uh, for Paul, um Cassie. <sighs> Cassie. Cassie. What's up with her? Well, her teeth are size, one size too big. I mean, I, as I said, if you came to drop your car off at the garage. That's cruel. I shouldn't say Essentially, uh, Abby and Cassie have the same descriptor. They're similar age, blonde they hair, they both straight white veneers. teeth. Yeah, they both have like the white, perfect teeth. Um, so why do you think Cassie's doing this? Is she an inherent troublemaker? Uh, yes. Or does she want so anyway, Kevin? So, yes, yeah, so Abby. Does she um, want that furry trailed. little body. <laughs> <laughs> well, not everyone's as lucky as you are, Shannon. <laughs> um, it's because Cassie trailed Abby as she went to buy the drugs, score the benzos. And then uh, also didn't just do that, but like knew the guy that she was buying the drugs from because she's also a, a recovering addict, mm -hmm. uh, but took pictures of Abby buying the drugs mm -hmm. and then went back and told Kevin without telling Abby without saying anything to Abby. Yeah. So is she an inherent troublemaker? Yes. Mm -hmm. However, I think long con, I think that she's trying to weasel her way into uh, Kevin's, Kevin's chest pants. hair. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. So I think it's, yeah, she's trying to weasel her way into Kevin's chest hair is what's happening there. Cause she also framed Abby for scratching the car. Yeah, she's a badden. 
has this. She's a badden. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I respect that people need chances. They need second chances. Absolutely. And third chances and fourth and fifth chances. So Abby's the one who gave her a second chance. Kevin was going to sack her. What a kick in the pants for Abs. Mm -hmm. Whose teeth are looking great, by the way. They always do. Well, they were a little bit much at the beginning, but now they're great. Um, I'm just saying I like them. They're good. So are you... Are you rooting for Abby and Kevin to stay together? Well, yeah. Okay. I mean, first of all, Kevin punching way above his weight. Like way above his weight. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe there's something wrong with Abby. Uh, (laughs) But good for Kevin. Yeah. Good for Kevin. Um, Yeah, no, I want them to stay together. And I think that Cassie's just trouble. I mean, that would be... He'd be keeping more in line with Cassie. But uh, and And again, we're talking about the characters here. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I'd rather Abby and him stick around for sure. Okay. Cause they've been through so much. They have a kid that we saw for about 30 seconds. Jack. This past year. No, no, no. Oh. Alfie. Alfie? Who the hell's Alfie? Abby and Kevin's yeah, baby. That's know, not I Kevin's know. baby. But I just realized yeah. we haven't seen that baby. Saw, like, we, th- where did that baby go? He was at the Christmas concert. Was he? For about 30 seconds. Is he a toddler now? No, he's like, uh, he's like, uh, maybe like a five-year-old. Like, I think he's like a Bertie age. Oh, that's the convenient age. Then they can just be there. They're just somewhere else. Emily Bishop's watching them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're at the community center. The quads are probably looking after them. I just sent them to the red wreck. Yeah. 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 Have a kickabout. That's the thing with being a parent. As soon as your kids hit five, they're no longer your responsibility. (laughs) You can just go to the Rovers anytime you want. Um, so Bethany. Oh, sweet, sweet Bethany. Sarah's daughter, Bethany, reappeared. Yeah. Uh, When last we saw her, what, about three years ago, maybe? Yeah. Um, She was a older teenager. Yeah. Um, She was babysitting uh, Bertie. Yeah. Who's an infant. Yeah. As his mother lay dying in the next room. That's right. And uh, she was... She was... uh, was she snogging Daniel? I think she was. I think she did. I think there was some inappropriateness there yeah. for sure. And then but Daniel uh, was just hurt. He's just reaching out. He's always yeah. He reaches out a lot to a lot of people. <laughs> His hands are reaching in the right direction. <laughs> so she headed off because she felt guilty. Yeah. Um. You know, with the dying wife. Yeah. Um. And she came back and hopped, went straight to see Daniel and hopped straight into bed with him. She really did. It was straight back into the under the covers. Well, I think under the covers the first time. You think they hadn't slept together before then? I think she was under eighteen. I don't know. If she's under eighteen. Before? I don't think she. Was. She was close. I think she's supposed to be like late twenties now. No. You don't think so? No. Listen, they all. Everyone looks young to me now. Uh-huh. Like I'm an old man. But I will tell you the one thing I feel bad about because you and I talked about this and you were saying who are are you on Daniel's side or not? And I'm I'm on Daniel's side. Cuz Daisy's too much. Like Daisy, the, get a grip. It doesn't have to be one or the other. He could be his own person and look after his own kids. He's got a shot at being his own person or being his own person with Bethany. <laughs> I mean, come on. Um yeah, no, I'm I'm firmly on team Daniel 
for this. Absolutely. He's a groomer. But no, that's a terrible thing to say. Don't say that. That's horrible. He's absolutely not. Absolutely not. He, they like each other and, and she's a little and, bit younger than and him. And she's quite a bit, and he's known her um, all her life when she was growing up and she babysat for him. Mm-hmm. Listen, the only thing that makes me feel uncomfortable with that situation is that I used to have a big crush on Sarah Platt, <laughs> Bethany's mom. Yeah. I've, I mean, I still like Sarah, but I mean, if I had to choose between Sarah or Bethany. Really? I like Bethany. Oh, no. Yeah. It's too much. Well, I think Sarah's, you know, Bethany's killed less people. <laughs> Has she? We don't know what she got That's up to in London. Why did she come know. up north again? London? That was my favorite part <laughs> of that whole scene is when uh, <laughs> Bethany came back and shown that they were at the Platts house and, and Shona said, uh, remarked when someone said that... Uh, Bethany had come from London. She went, London? There's a reference to like the fact that every time they mentioned London on Coronation Street, they, they say Which you found some little clip thing. Yeah, it's in reference. You that can Google it. They kind of like were being a little meta because they were referencing the YouTube clips of scenes from Coronation Street over the years where whenever a character mentions London, someone remarks it with incredulity. Did we talk about this last time? I don't think so. Hmm. London? Yeah. London? <laughs> But yeah. Shona said London with a smile, and they all kind of laughed. And it's like, oh, they, they're all in on it, which yeah. is kind of weird. Plus, if you watched, uh, what was the show I liked that I wouldn't let you watch anymore? Uh, the Fancy House up in Yorkshire, fancy- Downton Abbey. Oh, yeah. Wow. What a way to describe that. <laughs> the Fancy House up in Yorkshire. <laughs> but they used to go to London for the day. What should we call this series? Let's see. <laughs> we got some rich people, some servants. Let's call it. The fancy house up in Yorkshire. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, London's not that far, is what I'm saying, or at least it wasn't that far <laughs> in 1910. House up in Yorkshire. <laughs> God, I'm glad they changed the name to Downton Abbey. It's way snappier. <laughs> All right. Last thing we're talking about. Slack. Oh, we're speeding through. It's only 15 minutes so far. We have to go to Toronto. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. It's a short episode. Toronto. <laughs> Toronto. Um. Well, okay, so oh, okay, so let's talk more about Bethany. So, oh, yeah, okay, sure. She is um, going into the pub to use the Wi-Fi. Yeah, and basically going in there to taunt Daisy. There's a there's a potential tauntness going on there for sure, but she's also I don't know if there's I think she's being a bit. Listen, you back off from Bethany. Do you think she's not going in there to purposefully taunt Daisy? You don't think that's her main goal of going in there? No, I don't think that she realizes there was much of a thing going on with Daisy. She knows they were engaged. Yeah, but that's over now. Plus, do you think that no one, like what, no one in her family texts her and updates her? Absolutely not. Have you seen the plats? No, they don't have oh, a, they don't share Wordle. They when, don't do anything like that. When Ryan got hit with the acid, it was when the day Daisy was going to marry Daniel. You yeah. don't think that got mentioned in plat chat? <laughs> no, yeah, they have plat chat. I forgot about plat chat. Yeah. <laughs> Um, they probably do share Wordle scores then as well. Um, okay, maybe, maybe, but I think she's just, she's an ingenue. She's just young. She's just, the world is a, a wonder and she's just, and I'm, even I'm finding it hard to defend her. <laughs> so we'll leave it there. But. But you're still going to. I'll try. Noted. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Damon. Yeah. He's, I mean, come So Damon on, came back, reappeared. Last he'd left town was because he was about to be taken out by a super bad guy. 
the, that Nick, no, that, that, that Adam rather had, had sort of set on to him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Adam hadn't set him up. He'd just let the guy know. Yeah. That's where you can find him. Yeah. Um, and uh, Damon, who had also uh, impregnated Sarah Platt mm-hmm. when she was engaged to Adam. We can say sex. Why? I know, but, I know, su- but successfully sexed. <laughs> successfully. <laughs> to conception. She um, success successfully. And uh, so anyways, I hadn't realized that, of course, Damon left before knowing that she was pregnant, A, pregnant, and B, with his baby. Mm-hmm. Um, so when he came back, nothing to do with the Sarah-Adam uh, triangle. Mm-hmm. He just went and had his goons pull Adam off the street, yeah, rough him up, him. Yeah, take him van, down to the water, down to the canal, down to the canal, and uh, which the, there should just be a police station down there. The really canal. should just be. I mean, put some cameras, put up. some cameras up. Um, but yeah, and then they were threatening to, to shoot him in the head, but then Damon couldn't go through with it because Adam was under under this bag on his head, was saying, uh, you know, I've got a, a little boy, and make sure you tell. My little boy, I love him. Harry, and yeah. Tell Harry I love him. Tell Sarah I love her, and all that kind of stuff. And it was, it was. He was, ha- and he was having a panic attack. He was having a panic attack, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, which is warranted in that circumstance. <laughs> yeah, that's a good time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but then Damon chickened out on that, and then and now are we supposed to think that Damon's okay? So he called off that hit, and Adam never knew it was him. Mm. Um, and he'd also been wise enough to set up that. He had his alibi. He was actually talking to Sarah in the flat mm-hmm. when Adam was kidnapped. Mm-hmm. So the police, so good, old, so our Craig couldn't find anything suspicious on his phone. Detective Tinker. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so he called that off. He was being nice to Sarah. Yeah. And then he's trying to um buy his way out of his holding stake in Nick and Leanne, in the bistro with Nick and Leanne. And he got the money. Um, and he ended up getting the money. Yeah. Yes. So he says he wants to go on the straight and narrow. And he's building a new bar. And yeah. And he gave the money to Ed Bailey to to be the head of construction for it. Yeah. But so do we think Damon genuinely is trying to go, go straight, straighten up and fly right I do, but I think much like Cassie, I don't know if he can. I don't know if there's any redemption ahead for that guy. I think he'll be drawn. I think comes from a bad family. Comes from a bad family, and especially the fact that he went his brother. He went to go see his brother, whatever his name Harvey. is, Harvey. Harvey in jail. Yeah, and it's like he's not going to escape that. There's mm-hmm. no way for him to escape that until Harvey's dead. There's no way to escape that. Mm-hmm. But I don't think things are looking good for Harvey because I think they like Damon. I think he's a nice character to have. Mm-hmm. Bit of a bad, and that's the thing we were talking about. We watched it. There's the thing about Coronation Street with their characters is they often have a bit of a bit of a bad vibe to them initially, and then they get softened, or they have, or they come in as a good character and then, and then you hate them, bad. and then yeah. they, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But I mean, like, you know, like Gary Windass went through a very bad, yep, patch, yep, and now everyone's like, oh, good old Gary, Barry's bodies in the woods. Yeah, that's listen. Don't we all? <laughs> I mean, there, yes, maybe yeah. exactly. Um, so you, you think he's genuinely trying to, I think he's genuinely trying. And the reason I say that is because he gave a wad of cash to Ed Bailey mm-hmm. to, uh, help him work and build this new buy bar. stuff. Yeah. Buy supplies, buy supplies to put this new bar together. And, uh, which is what that place needs. Another bar. Well, the, the Rovers is Rovers is reopened. Rovers is returned. 
Rover's return is returned. And however, there's the, your choices are Backstreet Boozer or Bistro. Maybe mm. something in between. Mm. What about maybe Damon's open to TGIFs? <laughs> maybe like the first themed franchise yeah. on the street. That'd be yeah. nice for them. Yeah. Um, be very popular for the first year or two. And Get anyway, some nachos. He gave money to Ed Bailey, a big mm. wad of cash. Mm -hmm. And then uh, afterwards, he got told by who told him that he's got a gambling Didi. problem. Didi said to him, Listen, my dad's a gambling addict. And you could see the fear in Damon's eyes. Yeah. And excellent acting, by the way. And uh, and you could see the fear in his eyes. And he went immediately over to the, the, the what do you call it? The, the yard. The yard. And um, went upstairs. And Ed was sitting there looking like he had spent the money, but he hadn't. He put mm -hmm. it in a safety, uh, a cash box, mm -hmm. and put it out of his way, but had come back to bet it mm -hmm. on stuff. But then when he came back to bet it on stuff, that's when Damon showed up. Mm -hmm. But then Damon was super nice to him. Listen, I think Damon is wanting to be a good guy. You're arguing with me. I agree. I don't like that. I think you and Sarah are deluded. Wait. But I can't talk ill about Bethany's mom like that. <laughs> In case you're in with a chance. Yeah. You never know, okay. Shannon. You never know. Yeah, exactly. go for it. What, go for what it. if you leave me for Damon? <laughs> no. Throw me straight into the arms of Bethany. <laughs> Well, that was pretty good. So is there anything else we've met? I mean, there's, there's so much that we've like two weeks worth of stuff to talk about. But I, know. I mean, it's too much. Yes. I feel we'll be able to chew more. And I think also we need to, uh, I think what we'll do is we'll maybe, we'll, we'll discuss having uh, maybe a third person on here to, to, uh, what, to take your side? To take my side. So if you're a fan of Bethany <laughs> or Daniel, and you just want to see love, young, loves young bloom bloom, then. I mean, only I mean, one of them's blooming a young bloom, but anyways. <sighs> Shannon, that's distressing. Anything else you have to add? No, no, I don't All right, think so. cool. So we'll be back next week. Uh, so sorry we missed last week as well. Um, uh, my my dad had passed away, so it was we had to postpone it for a week. <laughs> that's a, that's enough. Um, it's not funny that he passed away. It's funny that we paused for a week. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so do the free subscription. To this podcast yeah i've taken the money part away altogether Good. now yeah. yeah so um but if you subscribe to it then you will um be able to comment right if you want to buy correct? if you want to give it yeah that's right exactly you can so you can you can subscribe and that'll let you comment on each episode below you can listen to us on all the podcast platforms as well as on substack directly um and uh if you want to give us money go to peacelovecanada.ca no. and go buy something no um shannon how do you think we pay for things shannon this was we didn't do it for a week. We came back, but it felt like everything was higgledy-piggledy. It'll be calmer next week. Depends on how many sales we get to Peace Love Canada. That's it. <laughs> Thank you so much for watching. We're going to hold for theme. See you later. This is like the after credit scene. That was good, I, wasn't it? I was supposed to be like Ash. I for to like pretend my hair is really straight and hold my. I was, I was like Addie in that I like Bethany. <laughs> I'm sure he does too. <laughs>